This episode of The Incubator is proudly sponsored by Kiesi. Okay, the last one actually is another one that just the title grabbed me and, and I had to read this. So it was published in the Archives of Disease and Childhood and it's called Birth Order and Morbidity and Mortality to Hospital Discharge Among Inborn very low birth weight, very preterm twin infants admitted to the neonatal intensive care unit, a retrospective cohort study. First author is Iris Del Pino Hernandez. Del Pino Hernandez. Um, I didn't mean to put an NEA on the Pino, sorry. Um, the background of the paper is that the incidence of prematurity is three to five times higher in twins than singletons. Now, compared with singletons, infant mortality in twins has been estimated to be more than six times higher. And then they say, historically, the second twin has experienced a higher risk of perinatal morbidity and mortality. And it's funny because I was like, sure, but like, really? like, And they talk about it as if like, it's very well known, right? Right. And so I went back. I mean, it feels that. Sometimes it feels that way. Right? It's exactly right. I was like, <laughs> it feels like that. I'm, I'm like, I totally agree. But I'm like, it's like well known as if it's like, it's been extensively published. And then they, they put references Mm -hmm. And especially in the OB literature, there's a ton of data yeah. to show that like the second twin does worse. This disadvantage, but it's hard, right? Like, what? Why were you the second? The BB assigned, you know, why were you the second twin? Where is it by C-section or vaginal delivery? Like, ah, ah. Well, uh, we we will address some of these uh, concerns Great. that you have. So this disadvantage has been attributed to differences in sex, birth weight, mode of delivery, Abgar score, or time interval between births. The aim of the current study we're talking about was to determine the association of birth order with risk of morbidity and mortality in VLBW, very low birth weight preterm twins, less than 32 weeks of gestation in the context of modern perinatal care. What they're basically saying is saying, you know, perinatology and neonatology has evolved. We're really good at what we do these days. Is that still true? Like, because these papers mm -hmm. talking about the second twin are, are a bit older. So they're like, maybe, maybe it's no longer true. So this is a retrospective analysis of prospectively collected data from cohort of uh, VLBW twins delivered in the collaborating center of the Spanish neonatal network, the SEN 1500, over a 10-year period. They included babies who were born live, inborn with 23, within 23 to 31 plus six weeks of gestation, pairs of patients in which both twins were admitted to the neonatal intensive care unit. They excluded outborn Patients, patients who died in the delivery room, those with severe congenital anomalies, and triplets or higher order multiples uh, uh, were also excluded. Uh, they defined major morbidity as the presence of severe IVH or PVL, moderate to severe BPD, next stage two or more, ROP stage three or, stage three or requiring treatment, and late onset sepsis. So let's get to some of the results. They included 4,222 infants. Among the 166 patients who died in the delivery room, 45 were twins, 55.6% were first twins, and 44% second twins. Second twins had a lower birth weight and were more frequently small for gestational age. No significant differences were found for other anthro anth anthropometric data. By the way, let's talk about this for a second. We're talking about the second twin as the second child being delivered. I, there's like, we, we've talked about this with, I forget which guest, maybe Nick Embleton. Nick Embleton is the one we spoke about twins, twins. a lot with. Yeah. And there's a lot of cultural differences as to how, what do we consider the firstborn, the first twin, right. whatever. Um, and it's kind of cool. But in this case, it's 
the second child that is born. Uh, first twins exhibited more frequently a premature rupture of membrane and a longer time since rupture of membrane to birth. Second twins showed lower Abgar scores and need for more oxygen in the delivery room. Second twins developed more frequently respiratory distress syndrome and required more frequently surfactant administration after adjusting for birth weight. Some other findings, these ones were not statistically significant. Second twins also needed more oxygen and invasive mechanical ventilation after admission to the NICU and pharmacological closure of the PDA exhibited more frequently late onset sepsis, but all these differences disappeared after you adjusted for birth weight. Um, and the majority of morbidities after admission to the NICU were similar between twins. The length of stay was similar between first and second twin. And second twin, so that's the other thing that I wanted to mention. The last finding I want to mention, because I knew you were going to ask about this, so I wrote it down. Second twin born by C-section after a vaginal delivery of the first mm -hmm. twin tended to have worse results, although they were only statistically significant for major brain damage, survival, and survival without major brain damage. Which means I, I almost want to take that category separately because if sure. you like you're dealing with kind of a mess when the first one goes right. and vaginally then you end and then with the C-section. You yeah, have to convert. It's, it's not, it's not, it's I mean, from my experience at the very least, it's not common. Um and um, yeah, it's, and it's a little bit it's chaos right? yeah exactly and the reasons why that happens are right uh, are part of the problem right but definitely if that that scenario enters the equation you could see very significant differences sure. between the two twins now the conclusion of the article is that um in modern perinatology, advances in perinatal care have reduced the differences in morbidity and mortality related to twin orders. And the second twin are at an increased risk of maladaptation immediately after birth, as we, as we spoke, the need for oxygen and stuff, like really immediately after birth, um, and the need for sort of respiratory support in the delivery room and such. But after recovery of these acute events, no differences in chronic lung disease or in the risk of mortality are observed. Survival and survival without major morbidity are currently similar between twins, regardless of birth order, with the exception of second twins delivered by C-section after vaginal delivery, as we just spoke, who are at an increased risk of major brain damage and less likely to survive without major brain damage. So the second twins have they're, a lot to look okay. forward to these they're days. They're doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> that makes me really happy, you know, because, gosh, when you think about perinatal risks, it just seems like... Oh, some kids have a really stacked deck and to say like, just because you were the second twin, just because yeah. of the way you guys were lined up in there, you know, like it's yeah. just not fair. So uh, I was very happy to see that and uh, very happy to see that uh, they, they have equal chances. This podcast is intended to be purely for entertainment and informational purposes and should not be construed as medical advice. If you have any medical concerns, please see your primary care professional. Thank you.